This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. Last episode, Michelle, you gave me some great help and advice when I was feeling uh, particularly, I think at one stage, I said like I felt like I was losing my mind a little bit. Um, and I was wondering if we could go a little deeper on the things we started to bring up in that conversation. We were talking about uncertainty and breakthroughs. And um, since then, I've had some new thoughts myself. I've also been having a few chats with a few artist friends and um, really hearing a lot of similar things to the way I feel at times. Feeling uncertain, feeling unsure, um, kind of how I described it when I said sort of like 101 million things going on in our heads, like should I be trying this thing, should I be trying that thing? Um, I have different ideas of paintings that I want to make but I'm not sure which one I should be pursuing today um just that real ungroundedness in the studio and do you know what it is I think getting in a state where you feel like there's a lot of mental energy being expended on trying to sort through the uncertainty trying to sort through making decisions about things to the point where it becomes quite overwhelming What I really heard you say that really kind of is a great kicking off point is that I feel like there's there's something around making sure that we're grounded in our own source of inspiration, because Mm -hmm. I think that um, there's all these things that go off in our head, you know, lots of ideas, directions and things. And that's when we start going outside of ourselves for what those answers are and actually it's really understanding our specificity and source of inspiration that I think will give us our best answers. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Definitely, definitely. Oh my! God. There's so many layers to this because as soon as you start talking about inspiration, a couple of things I think about. Um, I think that what people may think about first in terms of inspiration is where do I get my ideas for what I'm going to paint? So am I inspired by the landscape and is my source of inspiration for the landscape, therefore am I someone who goes out and paints, um, you know, out in the outdoors? Am I working off of photographs or am I, if I have an abstract artist, I can also be inspired by photographs, by um, the world around me or am I, is my inspiration feelings is my inspiration people so it can be at a at one level very much about what are the visual cues the insight that i had after last week's conversation was first of all i f- <laughs> i felt like i'd taken a deep breath after that oh, conversation thank i was like goodness <laughs> oh i just- I really did relax. I think we said um, that maybe I should take a relax pill. And I think you get, you know, you kind of sent me that relax pill in conversation form. So it's good to uh, be able to discuss things 
like that and again and having conversations with other artists since then as well and going okay there's quite a few of us in this boat so it is really hard advice to hear um i know when you want to say to someone just you just need to relax and let go of it and not hold everything (laughs) so tightly yeah and it's like oh shut up quit telling me to relax you know i mean honestly it's but i think again the mindset part of this is so critical to us getting the best results and the reason why um relaxing works is because we we stop our expectations you know, mm-hmm. I think we get caught up in expectations of what we think we should be doing. And I know we've mentioned this before, but the expectations are the driver of the tightness, you know, and the yes. like, I've got to solve this right now. And and going back to inspiration and why that's so important is I, I agree. I think inspiration tends to be a word that people are like, oh, yeah, I know, I know about inspiration. I've heard that before. And they kind of gloss over what that actually means to them in specificity. Mm -hmm. And it's not just um, tactics. I think it's a lot more complicated than that. And that comes from understanding ourselves at a better level that drives these specificities that mean something to us because what means something to me isn't going to mean the same thing to you and vice versa you know it's not going to give us that same like rock our world oh my gosh i'm so excited about this stuff and what are the possibilities around this because Mm -hmm. really what inspiration does is it helps us create possibilities it helps us um get well, basically, it helps us take action into creating possibilities. It doesn't necessarily solve it in a one-step process where I think people want to be like, I'm going to look at that and then I'm going to go make this. And I don't think it does that. I think that it it kind of is that thing that encourages action to ponder possibility. Does that make sense? It really does. And it's right on track with what I was thinking Um, which is that the thing that came up for me tidying with everything you just said um, from last week and from the further conversations was tapping, seeing this idea of inspiration, like even what you said then, you said um, inspiration around taking action. And I want to go like a step lower than that, like a step deeper and say what's happening underneath the surface. We've talked before about fear and and because it's just the sense of not knowing and then triggering a fear. And the fear is a doubt that I think we've talked about this with confidence, a doubt that we're not going to be up to the task. I mm-hmm. think so mm-hmm. not just that it's it's not going to work out for us but why isn't it going to work out that we're not going to be able to rise to the occasion and taking that a step further that our inspiration is going to fail us mm-hmm. you know that we don't have access to that you said something like this during an earlier episode about uncertainties you said it's not that we um I think you said this it is not that we get rid of the uncertainty, just like what you were saying there. It's not like we know exactly what to do, but we reach a point where um, we know that we can take action and that it's going to work out one way or the other, something like that. Well, I think we we misunderstand like a it, there's a result no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a result 
And we always are like, we're going to take the action. We're going to get a positive result. That's not like we're looking for um, the grand final answer where it's like a result is a result and we need Mm -hmm. to be okay with that result. And I think being able to say, oh, I I can learn from this result. What can I learn from that? And then going to that next level as opposed to like, ta-da, I've got the final solution. There's just a understanding of what that result is actually giving you. I think that's what you said. You said that you can take the action, you could reach the outcome, and you're still going to be okay. Yes. And I think we're kind of talking at two levels here. There's the level of uncertainty with the work and what outcome the work's going to have and um, what that means about the work and then there's actually a, an underlayer there, which is the uncertainty about ourselves as artists. And yes. what does the outcome mean about who we are and whether we're going to be okay, whether um, a failure indicates something deeper about us failing as artists, failing um, to deliver what we hope to you know, perhaps deliver an income for our families to be a success at that level. Yeah. And so I think perhaps not being clear about those two levels can, if it gets muddled, everything kind of gets balled up together. Totally. And so my thought this week has been that when you talked about relaxing and just having a play is I started to think about practicing as you say, instead of thinking about an outcome on a particular piece at the art level, but actually relaxing about that altogether, which is really hard, I know, sometimes when it feels like, but I need to produce paintings, but relaxing on that level altogether, going a step below and saying, actually, what I'm focusing on and practicing right now is being in touch with my source of inspiration Mm-hmm. And knowing that, and this is the important thing, knowing that this is where I think we can deal with uncertainty in a positive way. Because as you say, at the level of producing the art, you can never get rid of uncertainty because that's kind of the point of art and expression. Mm-hmm. You're always dealing with uncertainty. Yeah. But at the underlayer, I think you can develop a level of certainty in yourself. And the level of certainty is that you can trust in your own source of inspiration um, and as you say, people can hear that word inspiration and think of it like, I don't know, like it's... Glossy photos and magazines. Yeah, like it's, I'm talking about, and I sort of think of it like your your deep source of your creative well, like the thing that lives inside you, the thing that can't, yes. it doesn't come and go. No, no, it's, and it's so deep, it's so deep. And I want to add another step to this Um is I think in that sense, what you just told me and what I'm really excited to talk more about in the future is that we need to have objectives as well. And your objectives, you just stated, you're like, I am, my objective is to get into, um, to tune in to my source of inspiration. Like you're, there's a, an objective that you have. And I think that's where it gets a little muddled on what's our objectives. Is our objective to go out here and do this? Or is it to the, like, there's so many things we're trying to do. And of course, it's overwhelming. Of course, it's frustrating. And um, and I think, especially when you're trying to have breakthroughs, you have to be patient with these objectives of getting to know yourself. 
and working on that area that gives you the truest source of inspiration. And what I mean by that is the well is deep. The, it's so deep and it will not fail you. You're going to like, it's so pleasantly surprising how full the well is. And it's just like you dip and you dip and it keeps on giving. So I just feel like saying like that's the objective um, is such a great step. And that's why I'm like, I'm sitting here smiling at you going, yes, because <laughs> that is, that's the piece that I think people want to rush through. And that's when they get this anxious feeling of like, I got to create these paintings. I've got to go out. I've got to get these out in the market because all I, I see this happening and this happening. And, and the reality is, I think I've said this before, until you can get your together like in a in a (laughs) like you know that's kind of a really crude way of saying that but you know what I mean like you gotta get your stuff together because you're always going to feel confused and and sort of dismantled and sort of ungrounded and I think that there is there's nothing like grounding yourself to get grounded like you just can't do it any other way when you're going through a breakthrough so your expression and your art can go through these upheavals and can go through and you can have these breakthroughs where you're exploring new directions where you're really puzzling out next steps and that's this thought that I'm having this kind of insight that I'm having that but you can still feel grounded within knowing that you are in touch with this source and you can kind of rely on yourself. And when I think of this, of this, when I talk about this, to me, it's it's very real. I know it can sound airy-fairy the way I'm talking about it, but I'm literally talking about what I think if we can really notice this happening, I'm sure that everyone can tune into this, but I think I'm talking about the stuff that we dismiss that we think you know that's just background chatter that we're not paying attention Mm -hmm. to we've talked a little bit about this too about the brain's always throwing our minds always throwing ideas up at us and 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 trying to decode things and we can have things just in our day-to-day life that we don't pay much attention to but that is your unique perspective as a human being which is also your unique perspective as an artist and that's what I'm talking about that um and perhaps I'm a little bit lucky because I I have had this experience before in my writing life which is that um earlier on when I started working with people at the beginning I would get very nervous and and like anxious with this new client, would this be the client that I wouldn't be able to have the spark of Can insight? I do it again? <laughs> Can I do it again? Will the lightning hit again? Will I um, talk with them? Will I read their material? And will something pop into my brain that's like, oh, what what we need to do is put this idea and that idea together? And, and eventually I worked out that for my creative process that all I had to do was put the data into my head and then I could relax. And I got to a point where I was like, this is just what I do. Like you you put me in a conversation with someone, I'm going to make the connections. I gotta, There's something in my, I don't know, you know, my genes, my background, my nature, nurture, the way I see the world. It's a thing that I can do. And I started to relax around that and just trust that 
it, it would happen mm-hmm. and it makes it oh and it makes it a pleasure it's something that i can enjoy doing i guess it's like someone who maybe is a great natural swimmer or something you know they dive in the water and the strokes you know i'm i'm paddling for my life and running out of breath but they and i know there's practice as well i'm not saying that and of course i've been writing professionally for 20 years so i did plenty of practice but at some point yeah their body is is moving through the water and it just feels like they can have faith in that. Yeah, and I think that what you're speaking to and what I speak to in in the membership that I run for artists as well is the difference between, you know, when you're starting and you really are unconscious, like you don't even know what kind of problems you're going to run into. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get some paints and I'm just going to paint. And then you're like, oh, now I need to learn this and this and this. And then eventually you refine to the point that you're just, you're unconscious and you're competent at the same time you know it's Mm. it's that bridge of where do you start from not knowing anything to where do you go that you just it's just a natural for you and i Mm -hmm. think that um there's the artist challenge is tricky because there's so many pieces to that competency um process you know there's understanding ourselves and being aware like there's the oh I need to look at myself what now I need to dig into the specificity of what actually matters to me and what that actually looks like and and then there's the painting and there's the technical things and then if we're selling we're like add the layer of being a business person and then you got to take all that in and and it's it's it can be overwhelming because there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle and I would say um what you're doing with this part where you're taking the time and slowing down um, to work through breakthroughs that will make such a difference for you. Um, I just mm. feel like that's just such an underrated thing. Like if you look on Instagram, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not what people are talking about. They're yeah. talking about like they're out in this gallery or they're doing this and this and this. And, and the reality is like this is, I think, a really important piece to the puzzle um, mm-hmm. and sometimes we feel a little guilty because we're like well then we can't be out in the world doing the thing you know what I mean yeah um, yeah it's not it's not producing an end result it is producing a result it's just not producing an outside result I'm not sure if this is true but I want to say it feels like a hundred percent of expectations have got to be external and I don't mean that I mean a lot of them are come externally but even the ones that we have of ourselves, I suspect that they relate to external things. And this feels to me very kind of intimate and finding the ground within yourself that you then move through the world and, and do mm-hmm. things. And I don't, I'm still not actually convinced whether I've kind of expressed it fully to you. If it's making sense, is it making sense to you, Michelle? Yeah. I think that what I'm thinking about is what you're really going through right now, because I know a little bit more behind the scenes as well as mm-hmm. you're getting really specific with who you are and what you're all about. And yeah. you're really looking at things that once were probably feeling very ordinary to you because it's just the way you see and do and think. Yes. And the reality is it's the ordinary mundane things that are the actual secret sauce to who we are. And yes. taking the time for that is is what you're doing. I just thought of an example to kind of um, dig into this even a little bit more because we love digging in. Um, so the idea, for example, like we're talking about inspiration and 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 this kind of 
it's almost like a a lens, a, a way you see the world. So mm-hmm. you might be, you might have a, ho- a group of artists really who um, have a source of inspiration. They say my source of inspiration is going out into like the Australian bush or into the landscape and really painting out there, drawing out there, and that's where that comes from. And what I'm talking about in terms of a creative source, like the underlying river that you can draw on and rely on, is knowing that when you're out there as Beck or as Michelle or as, you know, Bob, um, <laughs> that you, what you actually, how you actually respond to that input so like, that's what I'm trying to say. The source, this this source that I I am starting to believe that can be our groundedness isn't isn't about the inputs. And this is the confidence that we can have. This is how we can work through breakthroughs and we can go and produce different kinds of art because we have different inputs. We might mm-hmm. be one day we might be um, inspired by the landscape. Another day we might be inspired by you know a vase of flowers. Another day we might be inspired by the idea of love and make something very different. Those are the inputs, and I think what people normally focus on as inspiration. But what I'm starting to believe is, or starting to really understand clearly and want to get in touch with is that underlying that there's the way that one person can be out in the landscape and the way that they feel the things that they notice um the way those inputs move through them and become alchemized into something is different to the way someone else alchemizes those inputs and i feel that when we get grounded in that then you can start to, as we've said, like feel relaxed about those other things. And and in the last episode, I think you said to me, I said, oh, you know, I see things um, that feel like something. They feel like me, or they feel like something distinctive. And then I and then they slip away from me. And you say, oh, would you be all right if if you didn't get to have that again? And I said, no, absolutely not. Um, and I think that if this deeper source that we're talking about you never have to not be in touch with that because it's you well that's it it's it's I think what you're saying there and I just want to rephrase this to make sure everyone who's listening can um well understand what I think you're saying too which Mm. is great it's it's it like you said the source of inspiration like we could be all we're all inspired, like I'll use color as an example. We're all inspired by color, but we it's how we interpret it, how we see color, how we use it, you know, and how we respond to it that is the unique part that is us. And it doesn't fail us because that's like saying, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to be me today. Like, yeah, as long as we can tune into that, you know, and and what I mean by tune into that is to quiet the noise. I know I've said this before, but I think it's so important when I quiet the noise and I take in just my own, like, you know, my own visions, you know, my own feelings and how I see things. And so for me, one of the sources, and this is my, one of my true sources of inspiration is I find that putting on meditation music Mm -hmm. and literally just sitting there with my eyes closed um, and literally being as present as possible just fills me with all sorts of 
things. And, you know, those, those ideas can't come if, if I'm on Instagram, if I'm listening to someone, like, it just, there's no space for me to have my own thoughts. So I do find that for me, that's one of those tools that I didn't always tap into in previous years that now is, is, is like a real true source of inspiration for me. And I think, again, I want to go back to the objective. I think that Here's the tricky part, and I, I'll say this, This I might be off saying this, and sometimes I say things that I'm like, I'm not saying it's true for everyone, but I'm saying mm. I think it's very difficult to have a breakthrough and put your work out in the world all in one time and sell it because your objectives are different, you know, and being at peace with having breakthroughs that don't always look like a physical outside market experience I think people underestimate that. And I think that what I've seen from my own experience working for companies um, is they they actually have the breakthroughs behind the doors. You know, they don't bring a breakthrough to market typically, not not a successful one, because sometimes you'll see half-baked ideas, but that's it's one of those things like allowing for that in the process. I think that we feel like we're supposed to have a breakthrough and show up in the outside world selling all in one go. And I just think that expectations, um, not very realistic. And yeah. and what I mean by that is that I think that we're way too hard on ourselves. Like we should be able to pull off a breakthrough. We should have clarity. We should be successfully selling. We should be able to have like, we should be able to produce a lot of work, like mm-hmm. too many things going on. Yeah. And I'd say if the breakthrough is important to you, like it is to me, where I really wanted to be connected to my work so that I could feel grounded, you know, feel feel really grounded in what I was doing and what I was bringing to market and really design my art lifestyle around that. That became such a driving force um, for me. And I had to be okay with slowing down enough to not show up in the outside world in terms of the market to allow for that space um, to do that. When you were talking about meditation and how that kind of puts you in touch with that authentic creative source, um, the first thing that popped into my head was, ah, that's a practice because I think that when I talk about this creative source and, you know, like getting in touch with it and having faith in it, it goes hand in hand with then practicing. And as you say, you've got to, you've got to give back to it. We have talked about this is in terms of refilling your creative well, but that has like an even deeper (laughs) meaning for me now. It's almost like you have to put time into having a relationship with your creative well, having a a connection. You can't say, okay, perform now and then expect (laughs) it to just show up. You can, but it's not going to come out. You can, but I haven't seen that to be very productive because what happens is you're squeezing the living life out of that whole thing and it is a relationship and it's organic and it's it isn't a switch that you can um flip on and off so quickly but i will say with the practice what i found with just the the practice and the showing up for it Mm -hmm. um it does flow more it and that's the beauty you don't have to flick it on and go like perform now because it's always it is always flowing if you show up for the practice the advice that we give is you just need to relax the thing is that when you relax that's when you can be in touch with the flow yes so it's almost like what we need to practice is 
getting out of our own way enough Absolutely. to be in touch with what what is actually ge- genuinely there. Yes. Um, I was thinking actually about all of this and because and you, Michelle, because we've been talking a lot about me, <laughs> but I know that. Um, You've been having some breakthroughs yourself in terms of the membership and your teaching and the process yes. and, and building the frameworks. And I think I mentioned that a little bit at the end of one of our recent episodes. And we're going to be talking more about that and those frameworks later. But what I was interested in is the creative process specifically, just to be a bit meta, the yes. creative process that happened where you had these new insights um, and it kind of happened a lot when you had the flu and you had to be in bed, <laughs> right? I tell you what, people, stillness is is underrated. Like, it's just stillness. I basically, yes, had the flu so bad I could not physically even, like, barely wanted to walk to get a drink of water in the kitchen. I was so just you know, no energy, and I had, like, I was, my body was literally forcing me to slow down slow Mm -hmm. down, quiet the noise. I couldn't even like scroll, watch YouTube videos. Like there was times where I literally just couldn't take anything in. Um, And the only thing that I had was my own mind, you know? And so the only thing that I would do is occasionally if I had enough energy, I'd put on some meditation music, but sometimes I just sat there with nothing, you know? And I think that um, what happens when we can sit there with nothing, which is a bit of ch- there's a reason the monks and all these really smart people do this. Um, when you sit with nothing, everything fades away. All the stuff that's not important kind of fades away. What happened for me was something about me showing up for myself because I really was like really pondering, like how can I help people even get better, like more results and just how can I help them even more knowing who I am? So here's what I, here's what I specifically did. It was like knowing who I am, what have I done before? Where have I, like, I really tapped into the origin, you know, place in Mm -hmm. my heart of like, what have I done with jobs and things and the way I see things? And, um, and funny enough, what came to me was like, oh, well, this is what you do. And I was like, how come I haven't taught that before? Um, You know, (laughs) so it's just one of those things, like sometimes it just smacks you in the head. But I honestly think that it's because of the stillness for me, it was able to really come up in a way because it's come up before. I'm like, yeah, but that's, you know, like everybody must do that. Yeah, yeah. No. Not this true. This is sounding, yeah, very much like <laughs> it's that <laughs> Michelle's perspective, Michelle's kind yes. of filtered lens, the way she's seeing the world and taking those inputs. In this particular case, we're talking about um, inputs that that and the lead to you teaching. Yes, but if you it's all the if same. You, if you yeah. took that out of the equation, it could sound like you were just talking about making art because you were saying. You know, what are, what's yeah. there, what is in my creative river inside and then saying, hey, why have I never done that before? Why have I never shared that before? You said, why have I never taught that before? We could say, why have I never um, written that? Why have I never put that in a painting? You know, it's yes. the same 
It's the same, same thing. It doesn't matter what we're creating. And this is what I really want to say about that, too, is that it doesn't matter what we're creating in our life because we're just creative beings. We're happening, you know, this podcast is focused mostly on the creative process of being a painter, but it mm. doesn't matter what we're creating in our life. If we can really tap into this source, you know, the the grounded source of who we are. And I have to say, like, bonus points for being older, you know, that yeah, I have yeah. a few, th- I have a few experiences under my belt now. And guess what? They're part of my experience, my human mm. experience. And I can use those to express myself and I can use those in ways that can help other people through my creative projects. Painting is one of them, helping other artists is another one. Those are both creative projects that I'm super passionate about and um, and the way I go about doing that is the same process, if that makes sense. It absolutely does. In this conversation, I think Michelle and I are really getting into some of the underlying beliefs we have about the creative process and being an artist. Beliefs that influence our own practices and also how we support other artists. It's definitely something we'll be digging into more deeply in future episodes. So if you have any comments or questions, do let us know on Instagram at unearthingart. And if you'd like to support us with a review, that would be wonderful. You can do that by going to the Unearthing Arts main show page on Apple Podcasts and then scrolling down till you get to the ratings and review section, you'll see a link there to write a review. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Mm